0: Tawny and her mom, Maria. Welcome to your new safe space where there's no such thing as TMI. Welcome back to Oversharing. Um, On this episode, we have a guest. My friend Holly is here. Hi, Holly. Hi. (laughs) Hi, Holly.
1: Hello, Maria.
0: Um, Holly, I, w- I was trying to think of the math, and I guess we met when we were like 18-ish? Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. before
1: 21.
0: <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, that's how I try to think about it. I'm like, for how many years were we drinking illegally? A lot. In our friendship. Celebrating 21st
1: birthday, over and over. We
0: had at least three 21st birthdays at Kelly's, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's where it really took off. So we had two friends in common, really. Yeah. and they were also friends and then that was like kind of hell. it was like a weird yeah like, because you knew both connection. of them separately mm-hmm. and then I knew both of them separately and then we all became really good friends for years Yep. until you didn't until we didn't <laughs> dun 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 <laughs> I, think, better off that way. <laughs> I think all women can relate to that though yes I think all women have been in like a group of friendship where you're just like Oh my God, sisters for life. <laughs> Nothing's ever like, going to tear yeah. us apart. And then you come to a point, you're like, oh, I haven't talked to them in 10 years. That's the story of my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have, like, maybe three friends at this point.
0: I definitely, that definitely feels like it happens as you get older.
1: Which is weird, because my sisters, both of them have friends since, like, grade school. Really? Much. I guess I'm just not likable like that. <laughs> you know,
0: that's
1: a lot, that's a lot I don't to think it's sustain, you. though.
2: That's a lot to sustain, you know, and... In-
0: Lifelong friends?
2: Yeah, just friendships in general.
0: People change a lot, and I think that's okay, you know? And you go through these weird ebbs and flows. Like, even you and I, we weren't friends for a couple... I won't say we weren't friends, because we never had a falling out or anything like that. We just kind of drifted apart. Yeah, and then the friends that we had in common, like, I wasn't as friendly with anymore. So it changed the dynamic of things. But then we... Back. back
1: together
0: <laughs> then we got back together
1: back to wearing our power hats right
0: <laughs> i think back so like when we were in like the the peak of our friendship is when we were also at the peak of our drinking i would say
1: yes the blacking out <laughs> stage of my life
0: and we worked together at the dollar tree Oh,
1: uh, Yep. try <laughs> to forget about some of those years <laughs>
0: isn't it so weird mom do you remember do you remember the first time you met holly Not the first time. No.
1: Do you have the story?
2: Is it a good one?
1: I don't remember. remember. Do you guys remember? No. It wasn't the Wawa night, was it?
0: (laughs) With the orange (laughs) cheese? I don't think so. I feel
2: like there were some times where I was probably a good influence, and then there were some times where you guys were the worst influence on me, and I just went all in.
0: Yeah. We, there was a point in time where my mom and I lived in Port Richmond with my aunt, Bonnie, and <laughs> it just ended up being, like, the flop house yeah. for all of my I friends. I think was there
1: when you guys weren't home a lot.
0: All the time. Yeah. And my, the way my was bedroom. was, like nights, I think. 11 I to 7. Or... I don't remember. But the way. I think you guys. You might have been. No, you weren't. You were in your position now because you worked, like, 6 to 2 because I worked oh. at Jefferson for a little bit. Okay,
2: you're right, you're right. Maybe it was in a wrong year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was just a different dynamic. And remember, my bedroom downstairs was like a cave. Like, you had no idea. I had a waterbed, of course. Why wouldn't I? And then we would sleep, like, four or five of us in it. And you would sleep all day. We, We could, because it was so dark down there. You had no concept of what day it was, what time it was. You truly... And the bar down the street would serve us. Yep. So... It was the perfect setup. I had
2: no idea this was going on.
0: And then when Not we started hanging out at Kelly's, that was only like a 10-minute drive. You just made one turn. I know. Two, well, two turns because you have to get on an Aramingo Ave, but then, you know. Yep, there
1: were some so good times there. there.
0: <laughs> What's
1: that? It was so easy to drink there.
0: I know. Yeah, they made it real easy to drink underage, and I'm gonna say it. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was so fun, I know. I, but I don't. Can you drink like that still? No. <laughs>
1: one glass of wine I'm like ready
0: for bed yeah that's me
1: yeah I can't not anymore
0: it's the hangovers right yes I'm terrified
1: it's like a week it's so much I can't do it
0: that's that's too much work there was a point in time remember we went out on Wednesdays because that was dollar beer nights yes (laughs) and then we went out on Thursdays because the boys played
1: Thursday
0: and the boys (laughs) played darts so why wouldn't we go just go yeah and then Fridays obviously that's a no brainer Saturday
1: I would leave work I used to work at Victoria's Secret I would leave work Oh my god You, you had the, the most jobs over. I'd come out at like 10 o'clock at night 11 o'clock at night And just keep drinking I know <laughs> I had random jobs And you so worked there eh? Huh? You
0: worked there I did work at Kelly's Yeah I don't remember
1: that just Oh like from bartending Did you make good money
0: there? Yeah Well I mean when it's my friends And I'm like giving I'm stuff really. away Yeah But then They went up Kelly <laughs> they went, he
2: was listening.
0: They man. went under new management. Remember Ricky? You now it's Ricky's place. That's what I meant. Ricky. <laughs> Kelly, yeah. They went in, and he used to, um, he that. had cameras at home yeah. and he would like literally sit out. there and watch. He'd call, and he'd be like, I'm watching the register, and you only put 75 cents in, and that was supposed that to be dude, a dollar. Was three quarters.
2: Seriously, dog. It was I'm like, three, three quarters. quarters
0: for you, a quarter for me. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> I have a habit that I need to be able to afford. I understand him
2: wanting to put cameras up, but from the way that he said he could see, I'm wondering how close can he zoom in. The microphone Creeping, yeah, creepy. Yeah, creeped
0: me out that my daughter worked there. <laughs> I think well, I mean, I can only really speak for Northeast Philadelphia because that's the only place I've really bartended and worked in restaurants, but there is a certain chunk that you have to kinda of give away. To keep the same clientele. I mean, there is a balance, you know, and I think some bartenders kind of lean into it, and some don't. Ricky was not one who wanted to lean in, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like the saddest day. Bye bye. I, <laughs> I was
0: yeah. just talking about some of the, the mountain trips too. Oh my gosh! That we went on. Do you remember? I think, was it my 20th birthday when we had the Spider-Man party? It could have been.
1: It could have been your 21st for the <laughs> third time, too, but I no. said it's like, a blur. Those years.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: Sleeping on pool tables. There's a lot of
0: parties. There were so many parties. It was so
1: fun. I, I would go back parties. to that in a second, though. Well, when Holly was in what college. What
0: did you do <laughs> with, with the baby? <laughs>
1: I mean, I would go back
0: to before.
2: Um, oh, before. I was going to say, because if we all started partying, where would you <laughs> go? What are you going
0: to do with the kids? Yeah. Back
1: <laughs>
0: You know okay. what's wild is I'm, like, I wouldn't go back. Like, if I could go back to that time in my life with like all the knowledge that I have now, definitely. But if I had to go back and I couldn't like, tweak, and I just had to redo it the way it happened, like, I'm good, I think. Oh, no, I don't need to make the same mistakes. <laughs> no, sure. And some of them I've already made, made, made. You know? Yeah. Mm. What would you say was, like, our craziest... Like, what stands out to you as, like, our craziest time together? One of them
1: had to be the week that Keg was in my house. <laughs> my Your parents, parents were were away. away. I don't know where I <laughs> went. And my whole house smelled like stale beer and wet like, wet cloths from cleaning (laughs) up the beer.
2: Did your parents get tickets (laughs) in the mail
1: after the parties? No, but we definitely, one night, this is probably I had already learned
0: my lesson from that, so (laughs) of course they didn't. We
1: had the detectives
0: call our house before, Oh, I've had that all the time. That's good, you
1: gotta talk to my mom, (laughs) let her know it's normal. (laughs) Let's
2: (laughs) Let's normalize <laughs> the FBI and detectives calling your home.
0: That's, that's why normalized. Holly married a cop so we yeah. wouldn't get in trouble anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember protect us from the inside. <laughs> dating him. Oh my gosh, me too. I that, that was a crazy time in our friendship too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's the age difference if you don't mind me
1: asking? I think it's about seven. Okay. Oh, that's I mean, seven. Not, half. You know see, what? like now
0: that doesn't seem like a lot, but back then it it seems like a yeah, lot of she years. Was twenty. She was twenty. It's a weird thing. So. Your parents were moving. Yes. And it kind of displaced you. But you were also in this brand new relationship. And I think, you know, me and our two other friends like weren't sure, I think yet about the relationship, but you were and clearly you were right, you know. Yeah, it's
1: like given away like your daughter at that. We were so close.
0: <laughs> we were also close. I think we just had our reservations, but it did put a weird wedge in our friendship for sure so- for sure, but looking back now, you know, with the different perspective and all the years that have passed, I think more i think less about your relationship and how that weighed on it and i think more about like holy shit like look at what she was going through with her parents mm-hmm. and we probably should have been more supportive about that in the yeah. moment instead of they being worried about... about the man exactly but mm-hmm. you only know what you know right mm-hmm. yeah and
1: that's i think it's a lot because i wasn't big in relationships so yeah it was like first like real real relationships so like at that point i was Learning a lot too. And yeah. Back now like there's things
0: that definitely would have done
1: differently, but when you're in
0: that moment so in love. Oh, <laughs> you know, caught up. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you telling? <laughs> I <went to> Vegas. <laughs> oh man, Vegas was one of our so that was the first time we had ever been to Vegas. Yes. And we went together. We oh, all wait, turned was,
2: all of you guys turned twenty one. We turned twenty
0: one the same summer, basically. Okay. You guys went in September, right? Yes. That's when one of the girls turned 21. So we waited till her birthday. Okay. And that was just that. so fun. I mean, I think it's also, well, it's funny now looking back because I think it's also the beginning of the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you really look back now, you can see where the little cracks in the different friendships where it all started falling apart, but not for us, you know, wow. and a third, like it was just like, it's weird to explain it. Cause I don't want to. Blow the privacy, but <laughs> those who know know.
1: NBA,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make all my friends sign nds oh <laughs> and then I talk about all of them. Did yeah, you know. have
1: time? in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had its movements Yeah, for sure. I ended up in a pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got kicked out of the club because Holly ended up in the pool. I will never forget it, but also can't remember it. You know what I mean? Like in my head, I can see you floating in the pool in your heels in your dress. <laughs> I can remember security kicking up the out and they're like, she's wasted. And I'm like, "No, she's always like this. Like, it's not a big deal. have been
1: blocking out for years
2: now. Yeah. It's <laughs> just her personality. It's not about the alcohol. And apple. then
0: I remember going to the gas station and getting an 18 pack of Miller Lite, which we paid $24 for, something weird like that. And then we didn't have a fridge in our room. So we had filled up like the sinks with ice, you know. And we were having a party out in the hallway. I don't know why. I don't know why we we weren't. Oh, we weren't downstairs because we wanted to drink our own beer. Apparently you can't
1: do that in Vegas. You can't party
0: in the rooms. No, you can't party in the hallway. So
1: (laughs) one of the neighboring
0: rooms ended up calling security on us because they had young kids. They're like, our kids are trying to sleep. I'm like, it's fucking Vegas. Like, I just turned 21. Who
1: brought your fucking kids?
0: So now I tell anyone who goes to Vegas, I'm like, don't stay at the Excalibur because apparently it's real fucking kid-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: also when you walk downstairs with like half-naked girls dancing on the floor, like <laughs> if you want your five-year-old to go see them I like you're walking out I guess you,
0: you can zoom. see half-naked chicks, you just can't hear people be drunks. <laughs> I don't know. I never understand people's logic,
2: though. I
1: remember pieces of
0: that.
1: Of <laughs> Vegas? Vegas yeah. The
2: hotel I stayed at in
0: Vegas, there were a lot of children. Well, we stayed at Hooters, too, which was mm-hmm. like... Eh, a toss up, but. Children at
1: (laughs) Hooters? It's good food, though. Good wings.
0: That was a cool trip, too. (laughs) Vegas is so hot, (laughs) but it's also. It was disgusting.
2: (laughs) Wait, Holly, we went right after the cricket explosion. (laughs) Do you remember when all the crickets just. And swarmed into Vegas it was hot it was, yeah they were everywhere. it was in August It like rain crickets it, it was just disgusting everywhere you walked you were like <laughs> <laughs> you know so what I mean funny. so that was gross and it was
0: hot it was it's so hot weird crickets. yeah to like open your phone and like oh what's the weather today 103 fucking degrees and it's crazy to me that people choose that you know
1: nope
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll stay here I've always wondered, like, I'm a summer baby, but I'm not big on the heat. You're a summer baby, too. How do you feel about the heat? I hate it. hate it, right? I'm not air
1: conditioning.
0: Absolutely in air conditioning. And I just want a good temperature, like, where I can wear a sweatshirt and feel good. That's my ideal temp. I used to be into the
2: summer, but now I can't, I can't take the heat like I used to. It's fucking hot.
0: It's hot. I mean, it's different hot now, anyway. We all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we became friends when you were in college. We drank most of those years away. Mm-hmm. Um, our friendship changed, came back, changed again many times. But then you became a teacher. Yep. So how long have you been a teacher now? Oh What's my the math?
1: Oh gosh. I don't even know because I started out just being an aide back in, I want to say 2011? Holy moly. I was a yeah. classroom aide. And then I like worked my way up. I went from A to a substitute. Okay. And I Was a substitute for a while, and then I ended up helping with the special education because the schools start to expand. And then I was in middle school special education for a while, kind of like just I was. Kind, I want to say over it, but I was definitely ready to go somewhere else.
0: Yeah. In a new ed- challenge. Why it's
1: not a different place? So then I moved down, took the opportunity to co-teach first grade. So I was still a special education teacher first grade and then I did second grade this past year and now I'm going to be and I'm actually going to be a second grade teacher like
0: a full-time you're teacher. the teacher I'm the teacher
1: I'm in charge of the classroom and is it.
0: that special education as well
1: no like that's not my sole job, okay okay but there will be I mean it's an inclusive classroom so there'll be kids that will have that require more yeah, okay more support
2: so that's interesting go ahead I'm sorry so yeah I want have- to when you say special education and what you were teaching,
1: what does that look like? So for what I was doing, I would say it was more so learning disabilities, so students who had, um, eight, like the gap, so some students who were in eighth grade would be on first, second grade level. Okay. Or fourth, fifth grade level, they weren't on their actual level. It wasn't severe disabilities, okay. um, it was more so just delays. Yeah. Yeah. and filling in the gaps. Okay. So I pull them out of the classrooms or go into the classroom with them. And then...
2: So you would help guide them to catch up? Yes.
1: Okay. Or like give them the accommodations they would need in order to do something on a certain grade level.
0: To get them a little closer. Yeah.
1: What do you think
0: contributes
1: to some of those gaps? Um, like from your
0: personal experience and absences, the kids... Okay. Like being
1: absent or like... Falling behind. Lot, yeah. Uh... Some kids come from different schools, so you don't mm. know what they do in other schools to come over to your school. They have to readjust. Yeah, especially some of the schools, I'm not, I can't say any names, but there's <laughs> definitely schools out there who I don't think are doing enough.
0: Okay. Okay. Should
1: be doing more for students. Fair but enough. But a lot of the focus is on behaviors at that point. It's yeah. trying to make it less, uh, I would say, the behaviors that they're in the classroom, they're seeing.
0: So there's a lot of, uh, well, I'm um, making an assumption, but like disruption? Yes. Yes. So okay.
1: They would have to focus on that more so than the kids were falling behind. The kids were falling behind on the ones making the dis- disruption, so then they would fall even more behind.
0: Yikes. Yeah. So how do you even find a balance for something like that?
1: It it all depends. It's really hard because a lot of times I would be pulling them out of classroom so they'd be missing it, but I yeah. have to focus on getting them to read, write, and do basic math at that point.
2: Yeah. And how many children does each teacher have
1: in a classroom yeah. or the case a caseload? In a classroom, I would say about between twenty six to twenty
0: eight. Wait, hold on, oh back up. God. A classroom versus a caseload. Yeah. So what does that mean? So well, your I had classroom. A load okay.
1: Of students who I was just in charge with, but they were also in a classroom.
0: Holy, you weren't their sole. Classroom. I wasn't their classroom like, teacher. So they bounced yeah. her.
1: They had their teachers. Gotcha. Caseload manager, so I would have to work with the teachers on their plans. See, I have holy to tell you, holy. as
2: a person who struggled in school, I was always afraid to raise my hand. I never had the... Um, I just never had the balls to do it. You yeah, know? And I never felt confident in my answer. I can relate to that. Um, <clears throat> and being in a large classroom, there just wasn't enough time for a teacher to focus on me, so I kind of slid down and that followed me through my life you know it wasn't until i got you know in, into my career where i actually am able to find you oh, your voice a little yeah. bit yeah i'm still looking for that voice girl aren't we all <laughs> i would say the
1: but, same too but about yourself yeah i
0: struggled struggled in yeah. school it's too many kids well you were just saying before we started recording that you always struggled with math yep And then how did you... I never
1: had a good grade in math. I was always in the 70s. I struggled with that too. So then when I started teaching and learning how to teach math, (laughs) it changed. It changed my perspective of math. And I was like, oh, it's not so bad. Like, I can actually do these things. Right. It just wasn't taught the right way to me or taught the way I learned it.
0: See, that I, I always say, because I know you're a big advocate for this, is, like, if someone's not understanding what you're teaching to them, then you, te- you change the way you're teaching them. Right. Like, you don't expect them to meet you on your level. Right. You find what their level is. And I think that is such, like, a basic level of kindness just in any interaction yeah. that I'm surprised that it's not the go-to for teaching overall, which isn't the teacher's fault. That's the yeah. system's fault.
1: It's hard for teachers to have 26 kids. And That's too many kids. Half of them are probably on a different level than what
0: than the their curriculum typical, the
1: standards yeah. are on. Yeah, so they have to figure out all these different ways to teach them.
0: And that, yeah, so now you need. So now you have 15, 16 different methods you're trying to implement at one time. Some
1: groups and moving around and one-on-one time with some kids. It's why, holy moly.
2: Why, why can't they break it down and give less children to each teacher I don't
1: know it would be nice to have smaller classroom sizes yeah
2: why why can't they what's what is the I don't know. right like are we
0: overpopulated do we not have enough teachers is yeah, there not enough a room charter in the budget I don't know yeah I don't know what the budget looks well, for like hop, for Holly specifically it's a charter school but the, I'm sure there's dissimilar issues in the public like, schools like, and, yeah you just have
2: to wonder where it's really where only is the, the pub, money the private
0: schools that seem able to regulate where's the money
2: for the kids to learn because that's a good question <laughs> it, i you I can't learn even even right now, if I went to school and there were twenty eight
0: people in the class to one teacher, I wouldn't get my turn.
1: Yeah.
0: Isn't that crazy to think about because it's just the norm when you're a kid. you're just thrown into these classrooms and you're just expected to sit still and raise your hand and yes, no, ma'am, and don't wear a hat, don't you gum all this weird shit, right? But now looking back as an adult, isn't that fucking weird? Like the idea of going and sitting in a room with 30 other people and then being expected to just sit there quietly, completely. like I could never. I could never. Like I can't even go to the bank and stay focused. I can't focus right now. You're not alone.
1: I learned learned that hard.
0: Yeah, with my brother, yeah. Yeah, I learned that He struggled and it sucks so bad. I say this all the time. Like I wish we would have known things because they were so – we could have done things so differently, oh, yeah. you know? And I think of just his story specifically, and I'm sure you encounter so many kids where you're like, oh my God, if somebody would have just caught this a year ago yes. or somebody would have just started working on this sooner, or if we had a little bit more parent support. So that's another thing. Like, you can only speak on your experience, of course, but how, is, how much does support from the parents as far as education change the way the child is it's progressing?
1: a huge impact. And where I can't say... I've had bad parent support or ahead, yeah. anything negative because the communications I've had with parents has been great good i hear horror stories i'm sure me too i mean but i try to do it (laughs) on my end too like i like to reach out and let them know that i'm here for them because imagine sending your kid to school who has a disability and you don't know what's going on yeah like i would hate that for my own child so i try to communicate as much as i can with the parents and let them know they can communicate with me on that aspect so it's a positive experience i don't know i don't i would never want a negative experience with a parent because they're part of What I call as a team. They're the team. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I've seen teachers step to a conversation with their ego Mm -hmm. rather than with my son's intentions. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah.
1: You have to put the kids first. Yeah. I think
0: teaching has changed so much too, is because I think back to when we were kids, majority of the teachers. Were older you know it was very rare like it was like a cool thing when you had a teacher who was in their 20s or their early 30s and now i'm like my friends are in their late 20s early 30s and they have five six seven years in it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy you know like the dynamics have changed so much and i bet that changes teaching alone because you guys have different styles and different ideas and you're progressive you know you're progressive in your own homes so why wouldn't you want to be progressive in the classroom
1: and it's even changed since I've been in school, To Even the way you have to get your teaching certificate, that's changed. It's crazy.
2: Do they make you, like, re-up more often, or what, what changed?
1: Uh, I believe you have to get your level two certificate at some point, but you also have to keep, like, your professional development credits up. So, so you're always you going to back with, to school? Yeah, we're just doing, like, small courses here and there. Whew. And, of course, with, like, everything that's happening, they have... Um, like trainings for schools at this point mm. for safety yeah, um, as
2: things change, but I, do you feel like if you if they didn't offer those you wouldn't be able to offer the kids what you do?
1: Um, probably not. I don't think so. I don't think I take everything I learned from the classroom when I was in school to become a teacher into teaching because it's different every day is different every yeah. kid is different yeah so you just you pretty much learn something new and every how to day. do something different every day
0: <laughs> what worked on monday might not work You're on pretty thursday
1: much working on your toes <laughs>
0: pretty much yeah and you can have like five six-year-olds right or uh, seven. seven, eight,
1: some nine Oof. yeah
0: holy moly i can't am- so when the pandemic hit when the kids weren't in school so for the second round so that Fall of 2020, moving into 2021, yes, when everybody was online. I was hired by two families in Haddonfield to kind of help their kids with online schooling. So my main job was the two first graders, but then I also had, you know, other other kids of other ages. But I would sit there and I just have to say, like, I don't know how kids who didn't have a me got through this. Like, I literally sat there with my kids from eight to three. Like, as soon as I saw the teacher's email come through. I made a schedule for our day. I worked in our lunch. I worked in the reading. I worked in whatever else. And I sat there with them. I guided them. And if they needed help, I could help them click. And I'm like, how is a seven-year-old supposed to navigate something like this? Like, I can't imagine so how confused hot. these kids are, how behind some of them must be from not having the support they needed. It has to be such a cluster. Imagine the families
2: bug. whose parents could not be hurt.
1: Right. There are that. so
2: because there are so many designated employees. Yes, and then there. Okay. That's, I mean, we have two travel one hospitals right here, right? You know what I mean? So this area there was just kids home, and I can't imagine if I had to homeschool you guys during a pandemic <laughs> when you were little. <laughs> hmm.
1: And you were teaching, learned how to cook.
0: You were teaching from home with a toddler.
1: Yeah. So I don't know how parents of school age children did it because I don't think I could have survived that if I had to teach and then have to help my child online
0: oh, learn. Geez. Yeah. Exactly. Because my
1: kids even just struggle with turning a page in a book yeah. like that simple. Not doing math problems or reading problems because or lose,
0: You lose them so easily, right? And
1: that <laughs> you have to be even more on your toes with online learning. You can't just sit there and I mean, talking through a computer and listening through a computer is so hard, especially for such young students yeah. and kids. And yeah, my toddler luckily <laughs> brought my slide inside and used that in the living room to entertain her with cartoons, and she's a. TV watcher, but I, there's nothing else I could
0: have done. She would have been a TV watcher anyway. Yeah. We love that shit. So I, yeah.
1: she, she <laughs> loves fine. the cartoons. It's There
2: fine. were so many interesting videos though of
0: the way people, people had to cope had to work
2: from home. You know what I mean? And then bosses not being sure how to work the the thing the and they'll be, yeah, yeah. They'll, it'll become
0: a potato or
1: something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the backgrounds that you would have the kids like be able to turn their oh, screens
0: man. off. <laughs> What a time to be alive. My kids used to piss me off, man. They would do the dumbest shit. I'm like, just put your headphones on. I'm like, what are you doing? I do miss that
1: mute button. No, that was nice <laughs> to have a mute all. But they would always just be do some silence. running their mouths in the chat, though. <laughs> you can turn that off, too.
0: What? See, she's going to teach you Once yourself. you have the controls. Oh, well, yeah, you're well, in charge. Yeah, the teacher can. The teacher can, yeah. But the kids would before, like I said, they if they would log in early, they would start talking shit to each other on the little chat.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they're seven. It's
0: is. not real talking shit. It's... Funny as it's fuck. misspelled but you, yeah,
1: chatting. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute, though, some of the things they would say.
0: So before we move away from teaching, I want to ask you about two things, your personal opinion as a teacher. I want to know how you feel about standardized testing. And I also, <laughs> your face told me a lot. And I also am curious how you feel about homework, just as a concept.
1: I hate both,
0: honestly. Cool. I'm so glad. <laughs> I knew you testing, did.
1: <laughs> and I'm looking at it from special education teacher's perspective that I'm allowed to give my kids accommodations on certain things, but then when you get to the standardized test, it's like, oh, here's a test, good luck. No accommodations. That that makes no no sense. It doesn't. They're They're not prepared. So you mean they're
2: not prepared if you don't... Unless you, like,
1: you have to, you teach them this. Now, you're teaching them basic skills, but you're also teaching them to find information and highlight, so you're going above and beyond the basic skills they need to know and adding in the more Comprehensive stuff that is needed for a standardized test. Right. I think it's hard for the test.
0: It is hard and it's scary.
1: You know, they have to write so much.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I the hate it. First and second grade, or second grade, I should say. Not so much first, but second grade what is they when they start writing. So we have tests that students have to take and they have to have like an open ended answer. So they have to pull from like passage, restate your
0: question. Yes, Evidence
1: based responses. Yeah. Ugh. And they do the for math. Explain how you came up with this problem. so it's funny. I had one who did, I wrote down the problem, I answered it, I solved it, I got this. And that was his explanation. <laughs> but I mean, the kid wasn't wrong, but He's there were no more details you needed in there. I know. I know. But that's These so- Oh kids, my God,
2: the responses you probably get. Because are, are, are it's only so imagine. hard it's
1: to explain to
0: understand. children. Like, I remember with one of my kids that I nattied, I've been with him his whole life. So when he would get into like that school age of having homework, like they're just so they're so logical sometimes so i'm like no that's not enough you have to give them more details and he's like but why like i already did this is the steps if they follow my steps they'll get the same answer And I'm like, I'm with you though. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain to you why. Like, Because yeah. the man said so. Like, I don't know. Not as like homework's
1: Actually, going to help a child with something they need to learn. I don't think you should give homework just to give it.
0: Right. Like, I just it's stay there stress. Like
1: all the times I did spelling, just because they have a spelling tests and sometimes you don't always get the spelling. That's in- fair. So they write spelling lists. Yeah. So I always made sure their spelling or their homework, not just spelling. Their homework was no more than like at least thirty minutes to give. So it was like yeah. basic math problems and spelling sometimes working on the computer programs that we had.
0: Yeah, just, Ooh, like Prodigy, I love that. Yeah,
1: we have other ones, too, that they just practice those basic skills where they lost a the whole year of it. So giving homework this year is a little different because you had to kind of build up their endurance again on oh, doing schoolwork. Makes me so sad. But also, I agree that homework shouldn't just be given just to give it. Right. And so then at the end of the year, when we're pretty much done, I was like, we're not doing homework anymore. Like This is the time to just kind Chill of end out. the year. They work so hard, so I try to give it, like, every other night or, like, maybe not at all.
0: I think people forget that kids can get burned out, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: And they do. You see it. I was going to say, you
0: can probably tell when your kids, I mean, you're with your kids so much. And people really downplay how much time teachers spend with their children. So I'm sure you get to know them so well. And you can tell when shit's just off, when they're not feeling well, when something's going on at home. Like, you know. And then it has to be so, like, I know how I, I would feel weighed down by that, but I was dealing with individual families. Like, I'm sure you take so much of that home, and then you're like, oh, so-and-so was going through it today, and I hope they're feeling better tomorrow. Like, it probably just never stops. No. Yeah. And I feel like people talk shit, and they're like, oh, they get the summers off. And I'm like, but my friends that I know that are teachers never stop working because they go to their job, and then when they get home, they're grading papers, they're writing schedules, they're you – know. Yeah, they're corresponding mm-hmm. with parents. They're, they're t- touching, touching base with other teachers because they share students. Like, it never stops. And then even if they are, you know, able to stay home for the summer, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but teachers can, like, maneuver their paycheck to where they're making less, right? And you get it spread out yeah, throughout the summer. Yeah, you get,
1: like, your 12-year paycheck spread out. Right. So you're getting paid over the summer, but you're spreading out. Or your, pay, your 10-month paycheck right. is spread out, so you do get paid over the summer.
0: Right, but people but don't realize less. you're taking a yeah, hit it's just my, my in a sense. Check is just spread, spread out, right out here, it's so not that like you can. Me
1: to not work. <laughs> right, but
0: then, <laughs> for many people, like I know so many teachers who have to work second jobs, yep. you know, and then they do around the year. They have side hustles, or they're working all summer, and I'm like. You don't even get to see your own frigging kids when your kids are home. Right, you, you, you need camp for your kids so you can So work. you can
1: go work. Yes. I used to do, before I even had my own child, I would do that. I would work the summer camp and just work through the summer or work on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But now I refuse to work during the summer just because I want that summer with my child. With your child.
0: Would... I've always said that about being a nanny too. I'm like, the minute that I had my own kid, it would end. You know, because mm-hmm. how could I ever justify leaving my child? Right. To go take care of somebody mm-hmm. else's. Like
1: making money to pay for the care of <laughs> yeah. somebody else's care at that point.
0: Yeah. But... So speaking of that, you do have a daughter. Yes. And she's how old now?
1: Three. Three. Three, I know. Firecracker. <laughs> should have brought
0: her. You really should have. We should have interviewed her. She
1: would have made this very interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to check in. I know that you recently had to get rid of the passy. Oh, yeah.
1: This is a huge. If actually, I wasn't as bad as I thought.
0: Good. Yes. You were scared. I was scared I was for you. Petrified.
1: I <laughs> Which route? Since did... She turned two. I was like, I know we have to get rid of for a whole year. I've been. <laughs> which route did you take? Like which? We. So I asked her. I said the, banky fairy's gonna come, and she got all frightened by a banky fairy and said no. And then I said okay, then maybe Santa Claus will come and take it. And she told me no. I said, okay. Then who's gonna come and get your Because it's not gonna be me. I'm not being the bad guy here. Right. And she said, the Easter Bunny. Like, all right, Easter Bunny's coming in the summer. So we had five left, and every day, it's just the Easter Bunny swapped out the Binky for a present. All right. The first night was the worst. She didn't sleep at all. She pretty much slept on top of me and had had her face on my face. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. After that, yeah, I just had the whole her <laughs> hand before her bed, and now she just goes to sleep. And it almost seems like i don't not knock on wood because it seems like she's going to sleep easier than she was with the pacifier. Okay. Like falling asleep quicker.
0: Her breathing's probably a little better.
1: She's yeah. not like something <laughs> on this kids. plastic yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. are so gross. I know. But at daycare, she stopped using it at daycare and hasn't used it. Since she'd been in daycare, before. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be a major issue. It was kind of like a comfort item at this point, right? Yeah, needed it for the car and bed. And then she complained it's, about it a couple times, and now I think we're good. Good, it's still so really great. scary. Yeah,
0: to take something away the that they had go
1: lead up to it. Whole well, turkey would have been rough, but like we work, we've been talking about this for a while.
0: I think that's important too. Like open the conversations, like start talking to them. People forget that they're listening to you and like the words will occur to them and they will, they'll get there.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? she does not understand why somebody came and (laughs) took her pacifiers from her. No. In
0: 20 years, she's going to be sitting on a podcast and she'll be like, my fucking mom (laughs) (laughs) told me.
2: And then her and her friends uh, sit around laughing. I mean, I can
0: tell you from, for me personally, um, the tooth fairy didn't show up one year because my parents told me that (laughs) I was, basically, I was a dumbass to lose a tooth around Christmas, and now the, the tooth fairy and Santa Claus crashed into each other. They and they're like, you're lucky. Man, yeah, I love She's like, you're, you're lucky Santa Claus he even showed the fuck up. Like, you're crying about your tooth? your lucky Santa Claus came. Basically. The emotional damage.
1: <laughs> I'm really nervous of her, like, playing us like that. Like, I put my tooth somewhere else, and the tooth fairy couldn't find it because I didn't put it under my pillow.
0: Oh, uh, one time they told me the tooth fairy didn't come because I wrote on the envelope. So, the reason they had all kinds of shit they were just just get because more they, didn't they didn't have any cash. They didn't have any catch. fucking money. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have any money. <laughs> there
2: was no way my husband was going to have any money on Christmas Eve. And
0: then it was so inconsistent, too, because my dad would just throw me whatever he had. So, like, one tooth I'd get 20 bucks, the next tooth I'd get 100, and then it's a $1. dollar. A hundred
1: dollars for a tooth? My dad, was, Listen, my dad was
0: wild like that. He was one of those people, like, when he had it, he was giving he it was out herbalist. and showing it off, but he then he didn't have it anymore because yeah. he gave it away. Aww. So yeah, fr- fr-
1: <laughs> he was <laughs> probably like that hundred covered all your teeth.
0: <laughs> no, then you yeah, owe it to her. yeah, and then like yeah, oh, six man. months later you he's like, the, remember like, your- that hundred I gave you for your tooth? You owe me that. You're
1: like, you mean? The I'm like, therapy. wait a minute,
0: yeah, and I'm like, hold the fuck up. You mean I owe the tooth here a hundred
1: dollars, right? Yeah. And then I started, Santa,
0: I owe Santa. Then I started putting it all together, and here here we are. <laughs> therapy, therapy, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Oh my God. We all need fucking therapy. Mm. So how, so I'm trying to steer it in the right way, but I, I don't, we were not close during your journey to get pregnant. Yeah. It was That'd actually towards, yeah, it was like towards the, towards the time right before you got pregnant with your daughter mm-hmm. that we kind of reconnected mm-hmm. more and we talking more. Yeah. So what, what did your, cause you struggled to get pregnant. Yes. What did your journey look like?
1: So we after we got married, it was like what twenty sixteen. Okay. We tried for like they tell you to try for. A so year how old hour. were you? Oh my gosh! See, this is where the math comes in. I blame How old were we if it's
0: twenty sixteen? So six years ago. So we're like twenty seven. Yeah, twenty eight. Because like yeah,
1: had to be because I had. So that's I young as hell. Age, so okay. Yeah. Still, much. I think anything in your twenties is young. Yeah.
0: Anything? Can we be young in our thirties? Like what the hell?
1: I'm can i just be young. Can
0: I be young? I'm ready for
1: a nap now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready for a nap. So I'll play it. So 2016, latest 20s. Yeah, we tried like to get it end of 2016.
1: So okay. So we got married in November of 2016 and then tried. We tried after that for however long. And then yeah. I had to go see my doctor and I said, well, like, what are my next steps? She kind of geared me towards seeing a fertility specialist at that point because after apparently a certain age, she was to try for a year when you're older you try it for six months and if nothing then you can start to still, like the fertility specialists will start to see you at that point. But okay. it's different now because things change, I feel like, yearly. <laughs> I know. So I went to this amazing doctor. I would highly suggest RMA to anybody who is struggling out there. And he you meet with them, he sits you down, do all these tests on both you and your partner to see like if there's any underlying issues. There was nothing, nothing wrong with my husband nothing wrong with me that was like glaring so they determined it was unexplained fertility. Pretty much, I have no idea. Wow. Cool. So they're like, the first steps are to do IUI.
0: Which is what? Which
1: is when they just inject the sperm into you. So they take your husband's husband's
0: sperm. sperm. Okay, yeah, yeah, but they kind of direct it. They give it a little map. Right. Okay.
2: How long did you have to lay there? Like, what was that like? So
1: when I went in they take a the sample, they go back, they wash. They, it's called washing, I believe. So they get out all the dead sperm and just okay. like the strongest ones survive. And then they put it in their, I would say like the, I would call it turkey base there, but it's not that obviously <laughs> <Right. a turkey laughs> base there. And then they have you go in the room, they have you lay down, and then they do the, like the injection, and then you lay there for 15 minutes. Okay. So I had to do four of these, and none of them weren't. Damn.
0: Yeah. How, what was the time span between each couple? Like, like each month, I could try. Okay.
1: So I remember. I don't know if it was. Yeah, I think it was IUI. I was giving myself injections at my cousin's wedding. Damn. <laughs> I had to go out in the parking lot. My sister had to put the injections in me. Uh, the needles actually. At this point, you're giving yourself. You have to give yourself needles throughout this. All the fertility. And is that like hormones? Stuff, pretty much to get like your eggs, growing.
0: So what was that, like, one, having to inject yourself, and then also, like, the, what were the effects like So at that? first
1: I couldn't do it, I would have my husband do it or right. somebody else, and oh, like, yeah. then I just got over it at that point, you kind of just, like, get a tougher skin to do it on your own, but it, it sucked, giving yourself needles.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like taking those injections, like, changed your behavior? Yeah. Did you, yeah. But, like,
1: performance or just so off balance at that point. Oh, I feel man. like I was just bloated from the time I tried getting pregnant until, like, I had my child. Yeah. So then after the four IUIs, so like, right, well, our next step could be IVF. And right now, I'm, my school, or my insurance from my school covered it 100%. So As I only they do should. like co-pays. And I don't know if it's like that now. I know they like shop around for different ones, but okay. it was just like such a relief to not have to pay the amount you have to pay for this.
2: I believe it's, that my company pays that too. Yeah. That's a beautiful
0: thing. I think
1: all I mean, everybody should I think offer at this point some people hope for a family
0: I mean if you want us to have fucking babies then you can at least fucking take care of our bodies you know at what the hell anyway first. we won't go there mm,
1: <laughs>
0: <yes>. <laughs> It's been, it's, a, it's a highly charged day yeah. this is literally we're recording on the day that the Supreme Court overturned Roe vs Wade so our mm. hormones are fucked up today too anyway
1: mm. so, <laughs> so after the four tries I we had to go into like the I would say preparation of IVF Okay. And then I think it was June by the time like four so it was over April I would say April, May and June where like that was or maybe a little bit before and after that was the time period, those three months where they tried the IUIs. And then I found that I had cysts on my ovaries so I had to skip a month in July. Ugh. And then that's when I had a couple issues about me being out partying. <laughs> Can't live a life, I guess. When you're be not a lot of people fucking find yeah.
0: Isn't that crazy, though? It's crazy because when you're younger, like when we're in our teens and our early 20s, like everyone just talks about getting pregnant. Like it's the easiest yeah. fucking thing to oh, do. Like avoid like, this at all costs. You have no idea how easy it is. And then I found that so many of my friends have had to work so hard or have lost, you know, had miscarriages. And I'm like what the hell you know
1: birth control like those Flintstone (laughs) might have been making sure you take it every day at the same time (laughs) so nothing happens
0: oh and now so you got through those months then you had the cysts
1: yeah then I had cysts so they'd skip that month because they couldn't do anything so then in August I had um, my eggs taken out so they give you you do injections to get as many eggs possible
0: and then they do the extract yes
1: and then they take them out which is considered surgery at that point you're put to sleep and they go oh, in with this yeah. long needle and take out all your eggs and then hope that they survive over a period of, i believe seven days so you get a phone call every couple of days saying oh you have these many legs left. you have these many eggs left." what so, the hell
2: Yeah. so stressful mm-hmm. so you're well, do they, they the do anything call. with the cysts do they ever no they just wanted like... them to go. They would go, away send their their go away on their own because
1: so okay. that's the first and probably the only time i had them there and they said if they didn't go away, they'd have to do something, but they did go away the next month. Um, so, yeah, they took the eggs, got the phone call, and then on the final day, they said uh, I had two.
0: Okay. I, like, matured
1: and we're ready to be, like, become embryos. I know. I think, see, this is where I'm, like, I forget. I feel like it's been a couple of years I forget. Yeah, and you
0: went through thing. so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So I think they actually take your eggs with the sperm and then call you that they've
0: have embryos. Yes, that they've mm-hmm.
1: survived. Right. If I'm I might be talking I might be wrong. I don't know. It's Whatever. a lot. <laughs> I, I what can't was pay it like but you had a success?
0: What but was the extraction two? like physically?
1: Um it wasn't as bad because they only had okay. seven. some people get more, some people get less, some people get none. But I only had seven, which I was kind of upset about because I thought there would be more. Like yeah. I thought I would have more opportunity or more chances of like having more eggs people if you have picos apparently you get a lot of eggs yeah but it's not quality so they look for quality eggs so they so yes, get a lot for that but
0: so that means you had seven eggs total period yes, that's, that's your total. eggs yep. that's it
1: all the medicine they injected you at seven out on wow. both ovaries too it's like from both ovaries and then you out. had
0: two that were viable yes wow so then, what was the next step from that?
1: So the next step was they would they freeze them. Okay. And then you are given even more medicine and progesterone oh. shots in your back. They're awful. Yeah, they hurt. Um, and they set you up to have your your day, like a transfer day, where they transfer the right implanted, Yeah. And well, then nine well. days from that transfer day is when you find out if you're pregnant.
0: Holy shit. So
1: I was actually at work and got my phone call on lunch break and they're like.
2: So you got pregnant on the first
1: try? Yeah, the first time.
0: That's amazing. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: On like the first try. The first of, try
0: like, of that yeah. method, yeah. but right, still. But yeah, yeah. Again, I was That's not crazy. expecting That is crazy that though, yeah. I've
1: heard, what I've heard from other people, and it's not a lot, because like a lot of people don't talk about this. Right. Um, yeah. Um. That. Usually, it's not on the first try. Even my doctor said, like, it could be your first try. It could mm-hmm. be your fourth. You don't know. You got lucky. Yeah. So I was at work uh, on a lunch break, and they called, and they're like, well, you're pregnant. So <laughs> the first person I told was, like, my best friend at work. Yeah. <laughs> not even my husband. Right. <laughs> yeah. so it's just one of those, you have to just say it
0: out loud so yeah, it can it's be real. weird
1: because they look at your blood levels, like, your HCG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave me that number. Then they hope for that to double every time they go in. So then I had to go in at least once a week. And then they start letting you listen to the heartbeat around, like, five, six weeks. So Holy
0: moly. So
1: for a normal pregnancy, you don't even get to do anything until you're about nine, eight, nine weeks. But with this, I have pictures of Hannah when she was five weeks.
0: Wow. Six weeks, yeah. That's so crazy. I,
1: I have her little embryo picture somewhere. They <laughs> print that out for you when wow. you do it.
2: So I it can't... seems like a pretty amazing experience, but starts off with, like,
0: a little fear yeah, and anxiety. the science
1: of it is very cool, yeah, but yeah. the stress and anxiety that comes along with it, it sucks. I can't
0: imagine. I can't imagine either. And also, just a quick note that that's part of women's health. I never yeah. had and you know, tried like, it. While you're so, working
1: and trying to, like, keep the And, and then, yeah.
0: be a partner and have friendships. And... That
1: morning that I actually got my phone call, I bled heavily, red blood, and I cried like uh, I cried. Yeah, terrified. Worked. Yeah. I was like, this. It didn't happen. Oh it didn't
0: work. God. Oh my god!
1: So the phone was
0: So, came. at what point in your pregnancy, or if there even was one, did you feel like you could really breathe, and you were like, okay, this baby is gonna be here, everything's gonna be okay? Did you yeah. ever? You my didn't...
1: pregnancy was awful.
0: No. Okay. The
1: first trimester wasn't that bad. First couple weeks. Going into the second one, I got purple tunnel in one hand. What and the then hell? two hands apparently i don't know if this is true but a lot of girl pregnancies you end up getting purple time i know a couple of people who wow. had in both hands like It gives off the most uncomfortable feeling is having your fingertips numb the whole time in your hands while you're pregnant and then you're already my
0: uncomfortable
1: trimester i got preeclampsia i got diagnosed with preeclampsia my blood pressure was so high i would take a nap get out Put the cuff on and my blood pressure would be like 170 over 80 or 90. Oh, Yikes. Gosh. Yeah so <laughs> I had to go in to triage every time like but not every time but they would go in and check me. If you I were called on. I had to call every time with right. my numbers and the week that I had Hannah I actually had to I was in triage twice because the second time they're like you're not going home you got we have to get the AP, AP up yeah. because it's just getting worse. I
0: like, remember So my friend Bridget is, she sits on the chair, she's like, does the superhero project, Mm -hmm. which is for babies that are in the NICU. So that's actually how I found out that you were even in labor. You and Bridget have a friend in common that had reached out to Bridget and they were like, this is what's happening to my friend. Like, can you please tell me, you know, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And... Bridget sent it to me, and she's like, "This kind of sounds like this might be Holly." Right. And I'm like, "That is Holly! Holy shit! Yeah. yeah!" Like
1: I was not expecting that. It was like probably like two weeks, three weeks after my baby shower that I was going into the hospital, and they're like, "You're not going home."
0: The so how? People I
1: texted over my bosses saying I'm not coming. I to work can't come back I'm to like, work. This is
0: it. How early was she?
1: Six weeks. Holy wow. shit! Yeah. So
0: she was in the NICU. Yeah. What was that like?
1: um I have to say NICU nurses are like absolute angels they're the best people on the planet I love that seriously yes yeah. they are the kindest most Just... like nurturing people you'll ever meet and I I can't I can't thank these people enough for that holy redeemer
0: I, I love that me. yeah you, <laughs> sure you can them out because they deserve it yeah, yeah you deserve can say that the nurses
1: that took care of me while I was like in labor and everything like I it's amazing how much these people like care for you in the hospital. We don't amazing.
2: hear the good stuff
0: enough.
1: No. We don't, don't. You don't hear we the good stuff enough. People yeah. probably
0: don't realize. So how long was Hannah in the NICU?
1: So I was in the hospital. I personally was in the hospital. I went in Wednesday to triage. Then Wednesday night, they admitted me to go to start inducing. I didn't have her until Friday morning. Oh, my gosh. Or Friday afternoon, because I was the fourth. I had to do a C-section. So not only could I not do a natural birth, I had to be cut open, too. So from the beginning of this pregnancy until the very end, it kind of sucked. It was traumatic. Yeah, I was not expecting the C-section, but I was just like, do whatever you have to do.
0: She was
1: born, I think, 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. And then she was in the NICU until the next Saturday, which was the day before Mother's Day.
2: So she was in for a week. Yeah. When were you discharged?
1: I was discharged Wednesday, so I was in for a week, too. I was but there they sent you home two days
2: before her? Yeah. How hard was that?
1: Um, I was ready to go home, but it was awful having to leave her. Without your baby. However, the superhero project you're talking about has these angel-eye cameras on, like, where the babies are so you can see her. So I was, like, eating dinner and watching her and, like, crying my eyes out, wishing I was there. I had somebody, my sister, my mother-in-law, my husband, everybody just stepped in to drive me whenever I needed to get to the hospital and just stay there. Yeah. your sister-in-law. Your village came through. So you were through. able to
2: see your baby at home?
1: Through a camera. Through
2: a camera? Yeah.
1: yeah. Isn't that... Because of
2: the
0: superhero project? The most precious thing you've That's ever amazing. heard. It was awesome. I'm so happy for you. It probably... I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine, first of all, just your experience was so traumatic, but then to have to leave the hospital without your baby ever, Right. you know, and then you really, you don't know, you have no idea what's going on. Anything could change in a moment and you're not there. It has to just be terrifying. And those cameras, I mean, you think about just the piece you get getting to watch your kid on the monitor, you know what I mean? I like,
1: <laughs> like and at home. She had a section. she She probably had so much pain it was awful you guys both had sections standing up but you don't realize how much did you go hip to
2: hip yeah me too ouch
1: it was brutal and that and i probably did a lot more walking than i should have done so i'm glad nothing else happened yeah i've heard i've had friends who have more traumatic experience with c-sections and more and friends who've had more traumatic experiences than Nikki of having their children in there for like months at a time. I know. I mean I was lucky enough for eight days and they kept saying she's strong, she's good, she's got great lungs, she was crying most That's of the time. That's amazing. How what was her size at first? Four pounds fifteen ounces. Oh my god. And then she dropped some but she came home four pounds fifteen ounces right. too. Like it's I want I would love to go back to her being that little tiny baby again. I know. <laughs>
2: I've never seen a a baby that small. No, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I didn't I,
0: have small babies. Yeah, yeah. My brother was like double that yes, size. He was and nine some Yeah, he was over ten pounds. He was a big one.
1: <laughs> I'm and then, not surprised. I, yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> I've never seen. I don't think I've seen a baby that small. Like I've like never had it.
1: either. I've never had an experience with NICU except for my sister, and I don't think if I had that experience, I would have reacted the same way. Like I was okay with the NICU. I was okay with her being taken care of in there because I've seen it before down at CHOP right with my own nephew who, right they had great care and it's amazing the people in any neonatal care are just amazing individuals i
0: just think
1: it's so be, great that you have such a
2: great does. experience in those situations that you felt even though you hated to leave your baby you did have some comfort knowing
1: she was safe yeah
2: and the superhero because thing.
1: you would walk in and you'd hear them singing to the babies. Oh my you'd God! And the volunteers, there was volunteers who came in and brought muffins. So like the nurses, go right over and just like talk to the babies like it was their own grandkid. Yeah. They were talking to. It was the sweetest.
0: And the sweetest, superhero honest. project too is all about support for the mother. Mm-hmm. So you actually receive this is one of the things Bridget implemented is that you receive like pajamas Mm -hmm. and you receive a letter from a mother who has been through a similar situation just reminding you, you know, that you're not alone alone and you're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. Like this shit sucks and we're here for you. So what would you say, like putting yourself back in the experience that you had getting pregnant and, you know, being pregnant with Hannah, the traumatic, what would you say... What is advice that you would give to people in that situation, but also, like, to their friends and their family? Like, that's such a delicate thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, people probably felt awkward being like, hey, pregnant yet? You know what yeah. I
1: mean? <laughs> and it still is, because people still ask. But I think the one thing is, if I would ever go through IVF again, I wouldn't tell anybody. Okay. It would be a secret between me and, and your husband. husband. Not just so a secret, but, like, everybody Private. knew they asked questions all the time, which is fine. Like, I know they cared, and they were asking questions because they cared, but it's a lot for you to have to answer to. When you're constantly being asked but you're also hopeful on your own that you're something good's going to happen yeah yeah um but also to just talk about it to other people like i've reached out to people who have publicly put it out there that they are going through fertility i'm like yeah me too like let me know if you need anything like i've done this i've been through it this is the doctor i've seen and talked to what i've experienced so having like a village of people who've been through it helped
0: absolutely that's one of the
2: reasons I'm so glad you're here today talking about it. I know. And I I feel like
0: infertility and especially miscarrying, it used to be so taboo, you know? And women really felt like they had to go through it alone. And it's like, oh, that's a you problem. And there's probably something wrong with you. And it's like, your case specifically, they were literally like, yeah, we don't know. Like, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with you and your husband's fine, but sorry. I
1: don't think I told you this. um, I actually did have a miscarriage in October.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah so Um, before you got pregnant
1: no like this this october i got i got pregnant on my own which was like the coolest experience i never like peed on a stick it was positive so that was probably (laughs) but it would have been fucking twins holy shit yeah like that's scary to me and again i give credit to twin moms out there but yeah that happened this october and i haven't shared that because it's it sucks
0: that does suck. I'm so sorry that happened. But a lot of yeah.
1: people go, I mean, there's more people than you think go through miscarriage and yeah. infertility
0: we're, than you would think. We're 30 fucking four. 34 years old. Like, for you to experience what you did with the infertility to go through everything and then to miscarry, it's crazy. And I, I do, I have so many other girls, like I could think of five girls at the top of my head now that miscarried in their 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, that were actively trying to get pregnant or were ready to be pregnant or, or, or it was their second child. Yeah. You know, that happens so often. That has to be like, what the fuck? and i
2: don't know if i didn't have you so young that i wouldn't have had a
0: problem having kids in my who knows days either i you mean know what i mean i was 22-ish when they finally figured out that i had pcos right. and they told me right then like oh you're probably not going to be able to conceive on your own yeah. but then nobody actually gave me any information you know and then i went on to have an iud because they said that can try to trick your body into doing the right things you know and since i've had my iud out my periods have been on point which prior to having my IUD, who fucking knows? Like, could get a period, might not get one for six months. It it was all over the place. And now that it's able to be consistent, it gives me a little bit of hope into that because I'm like, oh, maybe my body is figuring it out. But of course, I'm always... I, I have always prepared myself that, like, a surprise pregnancy is not in it for me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, shit, we're pregnant. Like, for me, it's going to be like, oh, shit. we've been trying, yeah. we've been trying, and yeah. oh, shit, we did it. Like, <laughs> But that's so many women's journey, unfortunately. It's kind
1: of like, oh, shit, it's not happening. So, uh, like, what are we
0: doing? What would you say, how was it, from your perspective, how was it for your husband going through that?
1: I I don't know. I, I think it sucks. Like, it was hard. Yeah. Um, not really a personable one to talk about that stuff or talk to yeah, about he's feelings not, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. However, like I, you could say it in the face, and that it's just like try, like the trying gets to you. Yeah, like yeah. it Makes sex not fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. I bet yeah. a lot of people it takes
1: it away that away. You have issues with like your body, your marriage. It's like yeah. a big like lump
2: a lot of stress mm-hmm. it's a lot, a lot of stress, stress. And, and imagine for those who never succeed in being able to get pregnant
0: yeah i know and there's so many it's just so interesting because i've said a million times like i'm such a believer you know in timing and your path goes the way it goes you know because like you said you were able to get pregnant on your own and that's amazing but then at the same time you're like there was twins, twin there. like, what would I have done exactly. with and twins just, and a toddler, you know? There, and, I
1: was stressed. Like, I was stressed with Hannah and certain like, so things we were going through. Like, I don't think I could have emotionally right. handled a twin
0: pregnancy. Holy I have wow. a friend, just, I have a friend. I, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her, but shout out to my friend Nicole who had twin boys. And then within a year, like before they turn a year old, had another son. <laughs> so she has three, she has three She's boys. Broken she now has a fourth child. They have a little girl as well. Oh, and her yes. and her husband have been together for like ever, I think since college. Like wow. they're just, they seem from what I know about them, just a really solid couple, really good people. And so there's a point, my friend purchased the same way. There's like a month or so in the year where her three older boys are the same age because the twins didn't age up yet. Yeah, and the funny. little one caught up and then my friend bridget's the same way like her girls right now are both four because the oldest one, they're only 10 months apart
1: yeah like i would love to have a second child another. but i also think about it i'm like am i ready for two right like, Hannah's at that this age now. she's so independent like am i ready for another baby to go through this with
0: yeah that's a lot it real and it changes the dynamic too you know mm-hmm. like it would change your relationship with hannah i feel like that has to be so scary like how did that feel for you mom like you're pregnant with your second child, but you already have this established relationship with me. Like, were you worried you were not like love him as much? I'm not, I'm not being funny because he's my brother. Like, I mean, really? Like, do you worry? Like, what if I don't connect? I don't I know. I don't, I don't.
2: I don't really remember. Yeah, you know and I mean, I was what 23 or so.
1: That's my you second were probably younger
0: than that, but that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yo, imagine being pregnant at 23, like the way we were There's at 23. So your second child I've never 22. had a
1: tantrum I'm always like look write this <laughs> it, this is the real life yeah. not that 16 in pregnant stuff you see on TV <laughs> like the tantrums are real they are real it's a lot but aren't you
0: so glad you're this version of yourself yes like because again the way we were I never you probably we would probably all beat the shit out of our children like I get it I get why our parents were crazy because did I fuck yeah. you up you used a spatula a time or two I love a spatula it was really my brother I was good you are good. So Without You're still good. My Graham had a wooden spoon, too. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what's funny? All my stepdad had to do was just walk up the steps, and we knew. Like, he, nobody, we didn't get hit. I Nothing. <laughs> he would walk up the steps, and we're just like, no, please don't come in
0: here. I feel that way about him now.
1: <laughs> Remember when we used to throw parties
0: at your yeah. house and stuff. Oh, my gosh. The idea of your parents coming home early, are you kidding me? It's not the worst?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should see him with Hannah.
2: This is great
0: with her? Oh
1: my
2: god! Our she grandparents,
0: our grandparents, like the sweetest thing yes. in the entire world. Yeah, you've been. My mom's been told by more than one person like being a grandparent is the next level of love. Like that's mm. you've made it. It's a whole different thing. It's very,
1: yeah.
0: And I'm sure watching it is a different thing. Yeah, How is
1: like, it? Mom, you never did this with me, but you're gonna <laughs> let her eat a bag of sugar. Cool.
0: <laughs> the resentment They're is real.
1: Let her eat a bowl ice cream with whatever she wants on it.
0: You have a lot of siblings too. Yeah. So what is that like? Like seeing your siblings with your baby and like watching Hannah be with her so cousins? Because was oh.
1: also, I have a niece who's the same age as And they're like best friends. Yeah. And then my nephew, who today, we were just swimming at the pool and they were just playing. And they're just laughing and giggling together. It's just like so cool to watch. I know. Because if I can't have any more kids, I want her to be close to her cousins. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want them to like protect her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. and I, well, you know how close I am to my cousins. Mm-hmm. You've been to most of their houses. Like, yeah. <laughs> It, it's 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 comparable, you yeah. know, to having siblings for sure. So I agree. Yeah. Is that something that you and your husband have talked about about trying again? Or are you really no, just I like do. if it happens, it happens? We're not going to put the pressure on, or I'm probably
1: just going to go back to trying with the one we have. Okay. The first and one we have and see if okay. it happens. Yeah. Not but sure you're just way. trying to time it yeah, out because go because for with your the life. because like whole change in schedule of work and everything, it's not really as convenient as it was. Like mm. getting pregnant, not convenient, but
0: yeah. And now is he a still child is parenting. he still swing shifts too? Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other life.
1: So it's gonna be very <laughs> different this time, having a child already. And the
0: economy's pretty
2: high right now.
1: <laughs> I, and the formula short. i was yeah. about yeah. to say yeah. you can have a baby, but don't expect to Yeah. yeah. You know, Did you breastfeed? Now I pumped. Okay. Because I wanted to, like she was so small, I wanted to know how much she was getting. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. I because she latched and everything like that it worked out. But um, one, it's a really weird feeling, and two. I just wanted to know, like, how much she was eating. She wasn't Absolutely. a big, she wasn't a big eater.
0: Yeah. I know people who struggled. And you wanted to make sure yeah. she was going
2: to
1: thrive. Absolutely. Yeah. I would have done the same thing.
0: know women who struggled because they wanted to breastfeed, because there is, there is a lot of pressure, and, you know, they're, whatever, it's better for your baby, they say. And they struggled because they, their baby wasn't eating, you know, it was malnutrition, but then they were feeling like a failure. They were feeling like they were doing something wrong, and then, you have a baby hanging from your tit for 24 hours a day like how do you function
2: right right That's you hard. know like right. that transition how do you set the
0: boundary how do you know i don't that think men full? understand because no one is saying that men don't love their children as much or they don't react as much as women do but i just don't think you understand that like it never turns off
1: no. for they a don't, woman nope
0: do you know what nope. i mean especially in the very beginning like I bet it was not that hard for your husband to be like, all right, it's time for me to go get a shower and just, like, walk away it's from the baby.
1: still, that way. I still <laughs> getting a shower, like, I have to worry about everything around me.
0: Yeah. And
1: everything that she get into before even thinking about taking a shower.
0: One of our most traumatic experiences with mother and daughter happened while my mom was in the shower, oh. so. <laughs> she yes. had an iron, right? I don't, well, I was too, so I might mess up the story, but from what I've been yeah, told. Yeah, I
2: had a, um... You were not home. I was home, yeah. She was not home when I got into the shower. I had her with the neighbor, which he always watched her. You know what I mean? I would be able to get a shower. and He had teen daughters. And um, I had just got done ironing clothes or whatever. I was going to iron them. And I had it sitting on the nightstand. I ran, hopped in the shower. I come back out. She's standing right there at the nightstand next to that iron. And I'm like my god Tawny and she looked at me and stepped back but she must have had the cord in her ankle because when she stepped back the iron went with her hit her leg and then she fell on it so it got her here I had like the iron print on my leg like for years into my 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 teen years so the upstairs was only a shower stall I have her like this. You can see the blisters coming up already. Oh, my
0: gosh.
2: She's just, she's two.
0: Yeah, my brother I'm wasn't downstairs. around yet, yeah, so I was course, super little. Of course, I had
2: dishes in the sink. <laughs> I run outside with her. I'm holding her like this, screaming. And just so happened, my my husband my dad, yeah. Yeah, pulled up. And um, we threw in a car and, and went to the hospital. But she was only two, and I mentioned that again because it took, I think it took like four or five of us to hold her down for them to be able to treat the the leg.
1: That stuff happens in like
0: seconds. Oh my gosh. Just to make sure, I make sure the doors locked. It was awful.
1: Cartoons on. And you
0: can literally, like literally do everything. Yeah, and, and something that. can still happen. Yeah, I should have locked the, the door,
2: and I, I didn't, and I didn't know he was dropping her off. He well, felt so. bad. He mm-hmm. was like, oh man, I,
0: I just shoved her in the back door and yelled up. Shit you know, happens, man. Yeah, it really does. Like it's. Shit happens. Yeah. We don't iron. It's none weird, of us iron. <laughs> now we don't iron anymore. So if, you, iron these <laughs> days? so if you see me with wrinkles, you know why. <laughs> no, <not> trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah I get PTSD if I see an because, iron. Because, you
2: know, I'm walking into an emergency room with, with your a birth, birth child. Toddler. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has to be scary I never got questioned. There's no, nobody, I told my story. No one ever asked me anything other. Yeah. I'm I'm lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Um, yeah. They've probably seen similar things before with parents and mothers especially. It's, it Kids get into it's some shit in. They're it so
0: sucked. fast. It's so fast. They're so fast and they give no fucks They just don't. don't. <laughs> but
2: you know what though? Like I wonder if I hadn't reacted, would you have been had, as upset? No, maybe you wouldn't even have touched it. You would oh, have just oh, oh, walked oh. Away, away from it. Maybe. But I was star. I didn't even expect to see you there.
0: That's so scary, though. Like you see your kid standing next to a hot iron. Like of course you your, scream.
1: That's your first reaction. Right? Yeah.
0: screen too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I survived. I'm alright. No big deal. You look so good today. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> glad you think so. Holly, I'm so glad you came on, and I really appreciate you sharing your story about your fertility, opening up about your miscarriage, all of it. Yeah. It's, this is huge. <laughs> it's I Thank like you. talking. I don't
1: like talking about it, but it better for me to talk about it than yes. to not talk about it I just agree keeping it bottled up does not help at all
0: and mm-hmm. what are so what are some things that you have found that have helped you to cope like following your miscarriage and just staying in a positive mindset as you try to imagine having another child
1: and... yeah one thing I work out to keep the stress away and then with Hannah just like living in the moment like yeah. putting my phone down not reading into things because at that point when I was going through it and looking into stuff, then my whole, like, Instagram feed was all about miscarriages. So you mm. kind of have to, like, switch your mindset, look at other things, turn stuff off, and just yeah.
0: live. Yeah, isn't mm-hmm. that the truth? Yeah. You have look to at, live. Like, You have
1: to look at the good of things. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Hannah. I still have Hannah. You, you do have, have Hannah. It.
0: And there, yeah. And anyone who's trying, you know, there's a chance it's going to go bad, but then there's a chance it's going to go good. And we always say, like, with positive affirmations and stuff, we talk right. about this a lot, is that if you can convince yourself that the worst thing is going to happen, like... You can convince yourself that the best thing's going to happen, too. Right. And even if you don't get that best thing, your energy is going to be so much better for it. It's absolutely So, right. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to live that way, especially when you're going through something Yeah, like, it's so easy heavy. for me to say it now, but I right. definitely wouldn't
1: have said that when I was going through it. But you have to just find those people out there to listen and yeah. talk to you about it.
0: That's what I think is important. Like, we mentioned, like, how to even ask your friend or how to be supportive to your friend. And that's why I asked, like, how your husband went through it. Because I think men, too, like... I'm sure he had people around him that probably have gone through it with their wives but aren't yeah. going to say anything, or they see that he's struggling. You know, and he has an important job, so it's like he has a lot of weight on him, and it was probably difficult. And I feel like men especially don't get offered the support in no. a lot of ways. and I know
1: he was held a lot in. I know it. Of course. from the facial like you can see it in the face of their
0: actions yeah they well it's, it's like twofold and you know? they might be yeah. wearing some of you know your
1: oh yeah feelings oh, well, you know 100 yeah. they would take it off of me because yeah it's the calm to like my craziness. yes
0: right and it's happening in twofold like for one they're struggling with the, the fact that they can't you know they can't have a child and that's something that they want but then also their wife or their partner is going through such yeah. a hard thing and they can't fix it right. you know and men are fixers that's the truth of it yeah. or they most of them try to be for the most part, that's debatable, but <laughs> I'm getting faces. They'll fix a wall. They'll <laughs> fix a car. I'm just joking. They'll, they'll ruin a woman, though, let Ooh. me tell you. <laughs> no, Holly, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. you so, I just love seeing you anyway, but oh. but if I can, you know, parade, parade all the homies on the podcast, why not? <laughs> Everybody has a story. I'll be back yeah. next week. Awesome. You should like, come back every week. But truly, I think it's so important and I think there's so many women. There's gonna be parts of your story, you know, that resonate. And like you said, like you're open to conversations. Like yeah, exactly. you want to be supportive to people.
1: Always who are people need resources. It. Yeah.
0: Of course. So. especially if people have
1: experienced those yeah. things you need help with. Because
0: it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard and you shouldn't have to go through things alone. And nope. I feel like a lot of people, especially your age, mom, have themselves in such a mindset that, like, you're supposed to endure a certain amount of suffering, you know? Right. And, I
1: talk about it. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. It makes you tougher. But, like, it's okay. You can be tough and, and talk about it. Like, and I can... think I was in that mindset when I was like, I don't want to tell anybody.
2: I just want to get through like, it. Like, with your long. cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: For and sure. you're like,
2: nah, ha, ha. that's a lot of weight that I'm the only one that knows. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're right.
0: Like, that's, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough one too, but again, look look at the shit we get through. you're a tough ass bitch. Oh, you're a tough ass bitch.
1: You're Are a you kidding <laughs> <tough ass> it. <bitch.
0: laughs> like that Spider Man. We're <laughs> all yeah, point at yeah. each, each other.
1: other. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God, it's great. Well, this was really fun. We're definitely gonna have you back on. Did you like it? Yes. I know much. you were nervous at first. I'm Did I'm
1: you still
0: get still nervous? I'm still sweating. <laughs> I'm having
1: well, a hot. Fun. Also, yeah.
0: we can't put our. Me too. We I can't. can't. <laughs> in our current studio we can't have air conditioning and also record so we sacrifice for you guys we really do but um we appreciate you listening we appreciate holly being here please rate review that's how you help us grow and we'll be back next friday bye bye Bye. thank you